0: Hey everyone, I was hoping to get this message put together sooner, but things like this unfortunately take time to set up. I just want to say that the acts of war against Ukraine break my heart, and I know as a prior service member myself that my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's fighting the fight that they really shouldn't have to. That being said, we have been working behind the scenes with all of our podcasts and podcast partners to put a fund together in order to pay for any refugee housing and other needs that go alongside that, like food, water, and any clothing needs. Internally, many podcasts in the Hospitality FM network have voluntarily given up sponsorship money in order to donate to the cause and are working on a unified message in order to spread throughout all of our podcasts. So this is me calling out to all of our property manager friends, industry experts, and anyone knowing of those providing lodging for Ukrainian refugees seeking safety. You can contact me directly at will, with one L, W-I-L, at SlickTalkMedia.com. We have an internal document that is being updated in real time. So if anyone could share this message within your network, we'd greatly appreciate it. I'm also placing in the show notes a link to our GoFundMe and landing page for Rentals to Rescue. That's rentals, T-O, rescue.com, where we're putting funds together in order to, again, provide finances for any of these lodging and relocation needs. So thank you so much for tuning into this quick message. I hope you guys are all well and safe, as I know we have tons of listeners in Ukraine and other countries in in Europe. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Good. hello hello Good how are we doing today
2: day of the week especially coming off a long thanksgiving break
0: yeah you guys feeling stuffed like my turkey was this turkey last turkey. thursday turkey turkey gobble gobble
1: got him <laughs> we don't have it in here so i'm no
0: you don't have turkeys
1: no no they just if We worked. talk about turkey i'm speaking uh, this Thursday, Friday, on a conference in Turkey. I should go to Wait. Turkey, by I can't because in So there's not a turkey, but we talk about turkeys. That's only Wait, Turkey. Let's I have rewind. To... <laughs> there's, there's definitely turkeys in Europe, right? There's turkeys. In... Yeah, we do yes. have turkeys. Yeah.
0: Just, yeah. They didn't celebrate Turkey Day like we did. We don't know, oh,
1: we have no Turkey Day.
0: Unfortunately. Well, that's no. a bummer. Next um, year,
1: I'm going to celebrate it. So we still have the show, but for sure we have because our listeners think, what can I do without that? So next year, I'm going to yeah. celebrate Thanksgiving and I will just yeah. send a photo of my turkey turkey. Perfect.
0: Gobble, gobble. Love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, good to be back. Happy Monday, everyone who's listening. Um, this week's topic is meta, but not the meta that you think. Uh, it's meta search. And we've talked about meta search before in the past. Um, but with the whole metaverse and uh, OTAs and conversations that we've been having the last uh, couple of weeks, especially after Focusrite, it just felt right to go back into Metasearch. So we have a couple things to hit before we get to that. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to our awesome, awesome sponsors. Uh, not Breezeway, I almost said Breezeway. Uh, Jetstream, uh, they're amazing. Our folks out in uh, Canada. So just really thankful that you guys give us the opportunity to keep streaming the way we do. Um, and of course, we'll be plugging in some ads from Jetstream, but good job Jetstream for being our number ones. We love you guys. And uh, yeah, awesome. So to kick it off, I know we have a start of the week, but is there anything that you guys want to say before we jump into this awesome episode?
2: No? There's a lot that I want to say. Okay, there we go.
1: But maybe off topic or for the paid subscribers afterwards.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's let's leave it (laughs) off. Okay. Sounds good. I want to open a can of worms this early on a Monday. (laughs)
0: That's the best part about Mondays. We've got some breaking news
1: or you have some rumors in the in the industry or you got something to share? No, no. We'll we'll talk about it after the show.
0: Okay. Oh, shoot. I'm excited now. All right. Well, we'll switch it off
1: after. Just pretend to tell Will that we are to tell Michael that we are. I, I know how to read a live that. button. <laughs> <That'd be good. laughs>
0: okay. Let's jump in. What's with the noise, baby? I love it. What's with the noise? Here comes grandma.
2: Hello, hello. Uh, this week on What's With the Noise, I want to discuss a new company called D-Travel and their travel token, uh, the self-proclaimed next evolution of home sharing. And when you think about travel and combining it with blockchain, uh, we've touched on it on the show before, and it's super interesting. We'd love to have uh, one of the D Travel folks on in the future to explain it a little bit further for us, but the token launched, uh, I believe, last week, and it looks like it is trading up since uh, since the launch. And if you follow the stock markets, uh, everything is down. So kudos to them for uh, the launch of the token and also for the the positive feedback this early. Well done, D Travel
1: yeah this week the start of the week is is a meta search but it's a different one and i have to connect it to the topic so this week Will be check my bus. Check on bus is actually a meta search platform where you can just actually compare bus tickets with each other. Actually, I had a call before this uh, this uh, recording with with Mark together with Mark and a few other ones who are joining on uh, Thursday for the Uzakrota Summit. Actually, where we'll be moderating this session. So Mark of the CEO of Check my bus will be there as well. So it's interesting to see that actually there's meta search also for different services around travel. Uh, we talk about other meta search soon. But for this week is check my bus. I just had a small research. What I could find that I did around round in 2018, 1.4 million. I'm not sure they did anything afterwards. I'm curious. I will ask him actually soon when I speak to him again. But uh, well done to be the start of the week. Check my bus meta search for buses. So, thank you.
0: Interesting. So I'm curious to know: Is met, uh, check my bus? Are they based in Europe or are they American?
1: Don't ask me those difficult questions, but it's a, <laughs> it's a German company. If I get correct. And okay. I think they're focusing on the European market. So, Okay.
0: I was like, yeah. I don't know how popular buses are here in the U S. Like I, I know, or well, actually Denver, if you we're... look at
1: the website, you see that Greyhound mega bus, which is the Los Angeles yeah. San Diego. So it seems yeah. to be actually so great. They are more American focused. If you see the offerings on their website. So, uh. Yeah, there's there's pockets where
2: buses are really popular, like San Francisco, there's the tech buses that'll shuttle you out to Google and Facebook and all that. And then in like Texas, there's uh, another kind of tech bus, good Internet, just a straight shot. That's the thing, right? I just spoke
1: with him about this experience. Normally in the flight, I just went on a flight to folks where I thought, okay, there's a there's Wi-Fi on board. Was a disaster. It was working, but. Mm -hmm. That, that's pretty it. They don't say that's pretty it. So on the other hand, in the bus, you're more flexible, less restrictions, easier to travel. And also you see something a bit more than clouds, right? So this is pretty interesting. Actually, also, we just mentioned a few last year, a few that some alternative transportation company, so not uh, something different than the flights actually raised some quite large funds. So interesting yeah. uh, to explore this further.
0: Not to uh, show my age, but I was uh, watching TikTok last night and um, uh, there was a a video about this like new (laughs) high end luxury bus um, and it's New York. It takes you from New York to D.C. and it's got like all this like nice, comfy like jet. Like it looks like a private jet on the inside. It's got like 14 seats, um, high, fast Internet, complimentary beer and wine and snacks and all this other stuff. Um, I think it's called the jet. I honestly think that that's the name of the bus, but um I saw that last night and was like, oh, this is actually be something I would I would particularly use. I'm not a big fan of buses, but the experience look behind at this it... luxury
1: guy, you see, he's so successful, yeah. he just doing vacation, went to so many businesses, launching new brands soon. Uh... Like... <laughs> I don't
0: know what you're talking about, man.
1: <laughs> uh the slickers. No, oh, no,
0: but like it just is something more attractive, right? The experience, I think. So true. As, well, I think mirth. if you
1: go by cars, like in three, three and a half hours, New York, Washington. Or is it more? Something like this? Something
2: like that, maybe four. Yeah. yeah.
1: But the, look, yeah. if you have to go to the airport, find some parking, then you have to be there two hours before, just say, okay, maybe in then domestic flight, just say at least one and a half hour, just something like this. Yeah, there are often delays, then you just have to from the airport travel again. So if you think like, like an... Yeah, but like Michael, this, I if, you, is, yeah? if you think
2: about the two markets you just mentioned, yeah, New huge. York and D.C., Getting in a car and or on a bus, no way. Too much traffic, too too unpredictable. Mm. Um, that's why I mean I'm partial to the train system in Europe. I love it because uh, usually, at least in Germany, they're pretty on time and uh, and there's no traffic you're going to run into. Once you get on the train, you're going to get off at the expected time. If you get on a bus you have zero control over traffic. You could be on that for hours longer than expected. So that said, depending on the the market, if it's not a heavy traffic market, then it's probably fine, but you have to deal with that big layer of unpredictability.
0: Well, uh, dang it, if this thing didn't just show up on my screen. Hang on, I almost got it. Just Google DC to New York, the jet, and it gave me the bus, so that's good. But this is what it shows. Uh, this is totally off topic, so we can always skip it. But I thought it was quite interesting now that we're talking about the startup of the week.
1: It uh, will be interesting to look into like mobility actually as a second topic you saw. Uh, not for today, because today was yeah. an amazing topic of meta search. But it's a, okay, that's not bad, actually. That's pretty cool.
0: So yeah, the jet luxury bus startup is offering ninety-nine dollar bus rides between Washington D.C. and New York. Um, there's more on the
1: article. Okay, but we can make a deal with them. So they'll be startup of the week for next week, and they give us some tickets. Uh, I, was say, I was gonna say.
0: I was say. Let's uh, let's do an episode on the on the jet. Right? That'd be kind of fun. That would be fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's go for that one.
0: Anyways, sorry, totally off topic. I. Just got that like last minute thought from my TikTok TikToking throughout <laughs> the night. Um, so they're targeting
1: kids of fifteen? What is there? I don't know. This okay, never mind. Let's move to MetaSearch. Yes. Meta search. <laughs> so
0: not metaverse. Uh, there's a big difference, but I, I would say this is more of an area in your guys' realm. Uh, that goes into uh, I know, cause like golden kayak uh ross Bidroom and you know going into the whole ota sector slash creating niche pockets i would love to get your guys overall perspective of what's going on with meta search what do you think like what's your overall perspective anything exciting anything that you think is going to die with meta search is it actually rising i don't know i just want your guys' expertise up in this uh up in this topic
1: I will say it's not dying. I think it's changing, and I think a lot of meta search still have a lot of they have a huge audience, right? They're only looking now into how can I get this audience, how can I monetize them differently. And I think the old meta search model, lead generation, CPC, CPS, is maybe this one is dead. I would say or sleeping. Uh, maybe keep it nicer, but they're really looking at different revenue streams. You know, with kayak with their with their Lifehouse brand, you see TripAdvisor with their. Uh, the subscription uh, program Um, so you see a lot of they were changing there with a large audience uh, from the past and now they're really looking okay how can you monetize them differently and i think that's what you more see uh, what's going to happen and again um, i don't think it's that i think it's changing
0: okay so i may go into that a little bit then um what what's the biggest change i guess
1: monetization travel. model I think is so that they just they have an audience right and you can see before they are just pushing traffic like just looking at example as strip they're actually sending travel to to booking Expedia etc so they always get lead fees or CPCs etc now you can see okay they're just the OTAs the booking is saying, okay I'm not going to pay you so much anymore or not or whatever because Meta search without booking is pretty useless because we're the biggest out there. So I'm not going to pay you much more anymore. So what they have to do is, okay, we have this audience. How can we monetize them differently? And I think still, for example, if we are looking at a at, at, uh, TA Pfizer, I think they're quite late by introducing the subscription program. I don't say, I do believe personally a lot in subscriptions, right? Uh, Bedroom is not much differently. And the I was going to no, it's a, if you see their subscription program of TripAdvisor Plus, is actually, I would say almost a copy of what we did, right? It just okay, give a better deal. The other hand, they're changing a bit because they have some, some, they're struggling a bit, as you probably saw in the in the media. I think at the end they have a loose audience and they can do a lot with this audience, right? And offering different kind of experiences, better uh, integrating, better with partners. So there's a lot of possibilities. Again, maybe they wait a bit too long. Um, and I think as well is like the meta search is should I think more focusing how to drive users back, um, driving loyalty for those users and that might not be done there. well. At the end, it's interesting to see that, uh, and I think Michael can tell more, more about it. That kayak, for example, move into the hotel space by launching a life house as as own brand, which is pretty interesting because it means okay, we can push our traffic audience to those brands. Yeah, Michael.
2: Yeah, I I, mean, I think you're. <laughs> I agree I'm with right. most of your points.
1: <clears throat> um, most of them? Okay. N- not all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: I, I think you're right that they have to trade on their audiences, right? They have recognizable brands, TripAdvisor, Kayak, uh, Priceline. Like they're they're out there. They're recognizable. People know them, but their market share isn't growing. And in fact, it's, probably only shrinking. Uh, Does that mean it's a dying business? It means it's a shrinking business, and they have to find new ways to monetize it, which we're going to see them experiment in different ways. TripAdvisor, like you said, is experimenting with subscriptions. Kayak is experimenting with, hey, we've got this great, cool brand. Let's throw it on a hotel and and drive bookings. you know we'll see what priceline does and what orbitz does and what all these other companies end up doing but i think i mean if you look at short term rentals too home to go started out as meta and now they're trying to become a straight ota mm-hmm. so uh, the the race or the competition for listings everybody's got every listing like all of the OTAs share tons of listings, whether it's hotels or short-term rentals. Uh, there's not a whole lot of unique inventory on kayak versus orbits versus someone else, right? So they have to figure out ways to monetize their current audience, which you're spot on about. Uh, I might have a less rosy colored future for them uh, as it is a shrinking in, in my view. I don't, I don't have their numbers, but... Uh, seemingly shrinking segment, uh, but that's, that gives opportunity for them to test new things, which is super exciting for us in travel. Like I'm excited to see how far Kayak Hotels can go and how far TripAdvisor subscriptions can go and what new ideas the, these audiences come up with, but uh, Meta, as we knew it, is going to be challenged in the future.
1: Well, I think they're built as meta, and that's what you've seen when you're talking to to all of them, right? And I spoke a few of them uh, one and a half week ago. They're actually, they're built as a meta search, and they are, might want to more, move more into becoming an OTA or just, but they're not prepared for it. If you look at the infrastructure, the things they have built, none of them. So if you're looking at, it doesn't matter if you look at TA, Trivago, or or Orbitz, all the other ones, they're just built as price comparison platforms or review collections, et cetera. They're not built as being OTA, where you have to deal with connectivity in completely different way. Um, I had one of them I had a discussion with one a half week ago. I said, yeah, but we're getting, we're getting actually, we have connections with, with hotels, with channel managers. And it's okay, but the way you're connecting actually, yeah, but we can push them bookings. But do you collect the data? Do you have push-pull connectivity? No, we don't have. So actually, they don't have the data from the hotels about availability and everything. So actually it shows actually they just had a meta search. They want to add some things, some layers to maybe monetize differently and they might can push a booking, mm-hmm. but they can't request other data, et cetera. So they're not built as an OTA. And I think that's the legacy they have. And that might, in the end, yeah, has an impact and probably what Michael said, shrink their business.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it'll be interesting to watch. We've got a lot of, activity on the acquisition side you know booking being the main driver there they've bought 2 billion dollar businesses in the past 30 days uh, is that something that kayak is out looking to buy businesses to add to their portfolio i believe was it kayak that bought uh open table before or after the booking acquisition i can't recall but i'm looking it up Um, opportunities for synergies within, you know, as Booking calls it, the connected trip is going to be interesting. Uh, Booking bought a new platform for flights, um, which was one of the segments they were missing, uh, in, in a big way. So I think parent companies looking at it holistically, does each segment, do it individually and, and look at it. And we've got um, you know Trivago owned by Expedia, Kayak owned not, by Skyscanner. That's another one. Uh, C-Trip. They're owned by, owned C-Trip. by the Chinese.
1: But that's what they did. That and that's maybe gonna happen. Okay, because if you look at the value of Tripadvisor, is it four billion? If you look at the value of an of an Booking.com, 90 nowadays. The latest valuation. So yeah. look at those differences actually when you start monetizing and actually become an OTA, instead of just lead generation. This is the same with if you look at the value of TrueBack, and that's why you see Skyscanner indeed acquired by by Ctrip, by the Chinese, actually just to push their own brand, Trip.com. So actually they just acquired this one just actually to push and increase their own business. So maybe you see some moves uh, as well. So of course, Gather Room is not is not a meta search, but it's a platform we actually can drive and push transactions to the uh, booking uh, booking holdings uh, supply, yeah. and it will be might happen as well as okay maybe a few of the meta searches okay we have an audience that might become part of an uh, of an OTA. Of course, it already happened with TripAdvisor, Expedia. I might be, might see some changes there as well. Okay, how can we indeed push indeed volume to uh, to OTAs which has the market value, which is, just uh, say, 20, 30 times more than that.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think the one other meta that we're ignoring besides the company meta, which we'll leave my comments on or mm-hmm. thoughts on that name uh, <laughs> aside, is Google. Google is the new age meta, right? If, you, if you're starting a trip, you're most likely starting that on Google and maybe it leads you to a priceline or an orbitz or a Trivago or something like that. But Google is the ultimate meta. And yeah, I think it if you look at Google's top two customers, it's media.com. Bo- booking. Booking. Yeah. So it's interesting to see Google is doing more and more. They're in vacation rentals. They're in hotels. They're obviously in flights. Um, they're in all these segments. So where where's the room for growth of other metas when Google is so dominant? Maybe it's an antitrust piece of legislation that comes in in the future.
1: But it's also commercially clever, right? If you just now they can say, look, booking. If we just stop advertising, we can push easy to others to direct supply or to brands directly, right? They can easily do. Of course they do a bit as well, but on the other hand, now they have a good negotiating, of course, they can do with Booking and Expedia because they can have the control and they can send it tomorrow to somebody else and somebody else can become tomorrow, number one and number two OTA easily, right? If they, uh, soon Google is pushing Bitroom, for example, we'll be just out-competing them because of massive traffic. So I can't announce it yet. Um, no, but it is interesting to see Like you saw the same with when Ali, uh, Alibaba, right? Our Chinese, when they launched Fliggy Travel, I don't know if you know the story. They launched a travel brand in two days. They're largest, the second largest travel company in, in China because they had a massive audience already because of the Alibaba. So you might see that even if Amazon is launching a travel brand, it could be massive, right? If, and et cetera. So you might see this space. A bit more as well that other companies who have a large audience which could be need a search engine which could be become uh, which could be indeed a meta search etc you're launching a travel brand with a massive audience yeah they can monetize it differently and especially when you're just doing it based on uh, transactions you become an ota of course it has much more value right what, what the difference is pretty easy if you just can charge the customer 400 euro for a stay and in that case you just maybe have to pay out uh, whatever for you're making $20. If you just got some regeneration, you have no control, you have no data, uh, no customer data, completely different valuation. So let's see what's going to happen.
0: Well, I want to know is my generation or is the younger is it, generation going is it to the, be. The generation
1: is 1821, right? Your generation or. <laughs> the tiktok generation
0: yeah the tiktokers Uh, uh, no i but i'm curious like because a lot of us immediately go like when i go onto my phone when i go to hotel i immediately go to my Marriott app when i go to a vacation rental i immediately usually go to airbnb or verbo right so like is meta search gonna is it gonna be sustainable with the younger traveler that doesn't really care to go compare prices they just want to hop onto their loyal number one app that they use and 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 go from there. So
2: it's the people, right? I guess. I think everyone's a little different. Like while I do prefer Marriott, I'm not a loyalist when staying in Marriott. I am an absolute loyalist flying Delta. Like I will only go to Delta.com. We know. But when, when I start my hotel search, I go to Google and I figure out where I want to be in town, and then I look at the hotels that are right around it. So for me, I book hotels based on location, and I book flight purely based on Delta. Like, And I think everyone has kind of different reward systems set up for themselves. Like some people that might be flying out of a city that has a lot of different flight options might not be loyalists on flights, but maybe they are on hotels. Mm-hmm. I'm in the short-term rental space. So it's tough for me to like. A lot of times when I travel, I'm staying in short Minerals, so it doesn't make sense for me to build loyalty with a hotel brand because I don't stay in them often enough. Um, so I I book based on location, and then everyone you know everyone ba- books based on what their their needs are. You said you go straight to Airbnb. My parents well, would go straight to Verbo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it all just depends on on the customer persona.
1: Um, yeah. I think with hotels, it's easy to compare as well, right? You see that the, maybe in the short-term rental, is more difficult to compare because some listings things are only in Airbnb, some of them are in a verbal, and some of them are double, but then you're comparing probably two. If you're looking at the hotel space, you're just comparing the hotel directly and Expedia booking. And there's no Four start or five other you, ones.
2: Right? You could book, you could book a Correct. four-bedroom house in the same, on the same street. And one's a two million dollar house, and one's a two hundred thousand dollar house. Like, yeah. there's just it's it is a lot harder to compare from a meta standpoint. It you have to yeah. get granular with with rentals. Yeah. Um, so,
1: well, prices yeah. still. We did research some time ago, and price is still often is the the uh, main uh, reason for book something, right? The, if you're looking at the comparison, prices is, is crucial. And people using, of course, also often say, OK, I want to make sure I've got a good deal. I feel good. You buy something. at the same if you're buying whatever. If, if Will needs a new microphone, just it's good to compare it at the end. It's, OK, I just have a, have a good deal. Feels, feels good if you just know you have a good deal. And that's probably, of course, people using also Metasage for it. Um, probably Tripadvisor you as well for, for reviews, even though they removed a couple million a few weeks ago. But we did the same on Bitroom. What we did, we just actually add and show the rates of booking Expedia for our users. Okay, look, this is the rate on booking, this is the rate on Expedia, and this is our rate. Also, of course, we do increase our conversion there, that people don't have to shop somewhere else, right? It doesn't make sense. So we're doing it less and less. Okay, people are on the platform. Just make sure that the user experience is great, so they don't even have to look further. And people at the end know that we have a better deal. But it's also, of course, you just want to make sure that if you're buying something, it doesn't matter if it's a travel, if it's a stay, or did you have you have a fair deal. I think that's really important. It doesn't always have the best, but a fair deal, right? And you feel mm-hmm. pretty shit if it's okay. I just see that actually I could have the same room with the same breakfast and the same pillow, I could have it fifty dollars cheaper. You will not be happy. So yeah, that's probably the reason people still buying and using the Metal Search. If you know that what is happening, of course, the whole rate parity part and the rates are more g- come closer to each other. When you say, okay, at the end, where I, I book, I use the one which has the best user experience for me. I know anyway, I will just pay $200 per night. Doesn't matter which platform, like an IHG, for example, where you can only be cheaper, but normally everywhere else is the same rate. There's no sense to go to a meta search because the rate is the same anyway. right? So at the end, if you're really looking for more filtering searching, then it does make sense. You see also people say, I'm using meta search actually to pick my hotel and then maybe still go to uh, the hotel directly. Could be just to use it for filtering options. Also people using booking more as a meta search. Often I, I heard this story as well. Like i using booking because it's amazing to search the property and then I'm reaching out to the property as well. Also happening. So it's more that the, the convenience of searching and comparison is useful. I think it will become less and less when you say, okay, i just look looking for, for a location actually on Google. But if I want to book, I just know that the rate is the same anyway. Why should it go to MetaSearch?
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. The The benefits are becoming challenging of, of Meta. Um, so now it becomes a loyalty. Like, I've booked on Kayak for my, my past 20 vacations. I'm going to do it again. Um, you know, those are the travelers. And maybe they pick up new travelers, you know, TripAdvisor by adding the subscription and Kayak by having a hotel or a few hotels uh, and probably more in the future. So I, I think it's it's interesting to see how they're going about getting new customer acquisition by trying out these alternative. They're going to focus more on
1: retention, and that's what I think all they're going to do, they have the audience try to get the retention there, maybe look uh, less into acquisition, more retention. And that's what I don't understand. I think if they were just more busy with this retention part and understand their user, they could. if I were to have a meta search, doesn't matter which one, and they really recommend me places, prices, okay, but they recommend you a place which is actually suitable for me because they know me because I was searching there for several times. And then they gave me a good deal but they know okay i'm gonna go with my family etc etc and they know you as a user uh, what we try to do as well understand our members they recommend you recommend you places which actually makes sense for you and i think that's what they not do because they just there's yeah you can make your account but it doesn't give you really recommended recommended places which is actually suits for you and i think if they were just doing this then there's a huge need for meta search or there could be a bigger need for a meta search because actually recommending you something which is actually something you were looking for, right? Instead of just putting all the same filters, always putting the same kind of, uh, I've got a kid of two, I've got a kid of 11, etc. I have to do every platform the same. Pretty annoying. if And then at the end, of the day, I can save this. This is my profile. And then based on this, I'm going to with my family. Who are you traveling with my family to know who is joining? And it's also for your user experience. You can use it and recommend me places where you can stay with four people in a room or an apartment, right? And not showing me rooms, which we have uh, one double bed and uh, That's pretty it. So... I think if they were just make a move in investing or focusing on this user experience, and less maybe on price comparison, I think they will become more useful and more uh, relevant. Because again, price comparison you can do the same on Google. So,
0: I agree. Right. I think uh, it's going to come down to the experience. But um, all right, last segment of the day, right? So, whose brand is it, anyways? We'll do this. We'll hop off. And we'll kick off the week with a great another episode of Good Morning Hospitality. So you guys ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Whose brand is it anyway? Can, and today... Can I go, go ahead, ahead and Michael.
2: guess before you say the brand? Because that's pretty much all I'm going to do. <laughs> brand. Yeah, go for it. Go
0: for Dude. it. I'll let you do it. IHG. All right. Gold. Ross, you, wanna guess or <laughs> you wanna... want to guess? No, I'm
1: going to see the brand.
0: Is okay here. so no seeing but you're gonna hear it so it's four points four points hotels
1: but four points with Sheraton
2: it's uh Sheraton's by Marriott So yeah. Marriott yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Marriott.
0: <laughs> yay you guys got one yay. Except, yay. For, except for golden, golden guessed early can okay, we do it
1: we can do a virtual <laughs> high five does it work <laughs> Cracks the you see those in, uh, you see Nah, uh, we have a ranking somewhere
0: oh, we should we should have a ranking i'll I'll create a board there, there's so many things I have to do for this show um <laughs>
1: <laughs> come on, do you know our preparation? I always have like a we do four times per week, I have a michael have like a preparation calls and everything oh, we I, I a bet. Lot of our time I bet you do, I bet you do <laughs> Sunday night is just rehearsal, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just rehearsal, <laughs> <Yes>. awesome. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you gentlemen both for uh, a really great episode I actually enjoyed the conversation of meta I think we can definitely dive into more I I want to reach out to the jet bus and see if we can get a, get yep. us an episode on there um, but other live than that, on the jet bus live on the jet bus have a great week and thank you again to jetstream and to all of our live viewers this week we love you guys and we'll see you all next Monday.